Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. No BS with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. Daniela, how are you on this fine, lovely October 20, 28th or 26th? Are we coming from the past or from the future? Which one is it? It's October 26th and we're, we're coming from the past oh, to okay. warn all of you. No, just kidding. <laughs> to stay the fuck home. Um, <laughs> how are you doing today? Um, I'm good, you know, the, like we were saying off air, it's a little chilly today. I'm finally wearing a sweater. I feel so, so uncomfortable because <laughs> I'm not used to this. I'm not used to sweaters. Yeah, I'm good. I'm tired. You know what? I need some vitamins because I'm always tired. My answer to you is always, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. <laughs> and I look tired. I'm looking at myself right now. I look tired. I have I mean, really bad bags. I wasn't going to mention it, but now that you said it, um, I know I'm just um, kidding. Leave um, meeting. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode. And we'll see you guys <laughs> in the next one. Bye. How are, how are you? I'm doing great. It definitely is a lot chilly. I've been <laughs> sleeping with a blanket because it's starting to get colder. And, you know, I'm not trying to get cold. I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to get sick. I'm trying to be awake for halloween even though i'm not doing shit um what are you doing for halloween are you gonna go out and get covid or what are you Uh, stop no i'm gonna be very safe i'm going to drive in movie i'm gonna go watch hocus pocus you know so spooky i've never seen in my life which to me is so weird that you've never seen i mean i don't want to be that person that's like you've never seen it but it's like that's so weird that i'll give you my disney plus login like girl bye (laughs) anybody Disney Plus, I got it. Um, you know what it is? I just, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, and I get this a lot with a lot of movies. And here's the thing: mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just a me thing or if it's like my family thing or like I just don't know. Because growing up, it seems like I was watching shit that nobody was watching, and vice versa. Like when it comes, okay, you're probably gonna want to drag me, but like <laughs> I haven't seen the Lizzie McGuire movie. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus. I haven't seen Halloween Town. I haven't seen Frozen, Frozen 2. I haven't seen, like, there's a bunch of shit I haven't seen. Okay, T. Okay. And it's not like I'm not watching these things because I'm like, oh, I, I want to say I haven't watched <laughs> these things. It's just, I don't know, it doesn't catch my attention. But um, back to what we were talking about, Halloween. <laughs> I'm super excited because, you know, I'm not going to be doing anything, but I decided last minute, you know what? I'm going to dress up. So stay tuned for that because you guys are going to see amazing pictures and videos on Instagram of my amazing costume. I already asked him when he was going to be, and he was like, um, you need to stay tuned, like, the rest of these, <laughs> the rest of these nosy bitches on Instagram. And I was like, ah, okay, like, first of all, little- I am a nosy bitch, but. <laughs> I'm like, my little hint is, um, it relates to 2020 and trying to protect myself, you know, stay safe during 2020, because this year has been a shit show, and it's probably going to be like that to the next um, four years. But, um, you said. The next, next four years, yeah. Exactly. Um, you said you were going to dress up as Lilo. Is this, um. In this, is this confirmed? In this, is, is this confirmed or an exclusive? Uh, <laughs> no, I want it. Yeah, I might just be Lilo because I already have a shirt I DIY'd last year. Check out my Instagram feed because I was Lilo and my little nephew was Stitch. He's so cute. We love um, a crafty queen DIY. We love queen. a crafty queen. Yes, look at me. Um, DIY, Lord DIY. Um, do you even know who that is? No, I definitely okay. know. She is um, calm or single. <laughs> Up. Oh, a mess. <laughs> Yikes. Um, no, yeah, I DIY'd it. I might be Lilo because I'm just lazy. Or, you know, now that I was telling you that I might trim my bangs so that, you know, my costume looks cute, I might, like, go out and look for the, co- like, the elements to be Dora again because I was Dora for a Halloween party last oh, year. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What if I'm Dora? I think we need to not go into the past. 
like redo costumes. Before. Okay, so we, you and improved and like come up with another. another my one. my kids were like, because there's four of us who work in the classroom that I that I work at, and the kids were like, you guys should be the Sanderson sisters, and one of you should be Thackeray Binks, and I was like. First of all, that's a great idea. I really like it. But again, um, everything you're saying is going to be like, sweetie, this is not, this is references. I don't, I don't get it. Okay, well, um, look it up then. Like, Wikipedia, <laughs> Google's free. Which I saw that that girl from, I think it was Halloween Town. She like did a TikTok uh-huh. where she oh, like, dressed up. Everybody was dying. Yes. Yeah. My queen. I can't believe, okay. I can believe it because I didn't grow up with cable until like I was like in the third grade. So. I can believe that you haven't watched those because I didn't watch a lot of. But here's the like thing: that. like I had, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I had cable on and off. Like, uh-huh. bitch, I got a family of nine. We ain't got to worry about cable. We're trying <laughs> to have some food on our fucking plates. Um, but no. So yeah, there's a bunch of shows in and outs um, that I don't know and that I do know of. But for you guys, I guess I'll go ahead this weekend and I'll go ahead and watch Hocus Pocus. Okay, you better. I'll, I'll give you guys my review. I feel like you would like it. And the Lizzie McGuire movie. I'm surprised you have not watched the Lizzie McGuire movie. Like, I get the references of, like, this is what dreams, but, like, <laughs> no. Sing um, it one more time. Sing to me, Paolo. This is... Um, anyways, um, so we're going to talk about Halloween. I wasn't going to talk about Bad Girls Club, but I think we're just going to go ahead and say that for the next episode. Um, spoiler alert, it didn't work out. They're trash, but... Um, Only fans pulled about, out. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about Halloween pass and any Ugh. halloween stories your favorite things are halloween let's get comfy let's get some hot chocolate let's get some everyone get candy corn candy. <laughs> get your sweets yes. and gather around because we're gonna go into um halloween's past let's say let's start off with do you remember the earliest halloween like do you remember my earliest halloween yeah your earliest halloween growing up i think kindergarten i think you can I was remember bell. all the way to kindergarten Yes, I can tell you exactly. Right before I started kindergarten, my dad cut my beautiful long hair because he was tired of making, of putting my hair in a ponytail, so he cut it right before I started kindergarten. Okay, I'm traumatized. That's why I never grow my hair long. Anyways. You started the cutting of your hair? Uh, sure, all the time, because I'm just trauma. Like, right now, it's the longest I've ever had it. Anyways, unrelated. <laughs> Move on. Um, yes, I was Belle, and that's all I remember. I remember trick-or-treating in my Belle dress because it was my cousin's dress. And she, like, demanded that I give it back to her. Jacqueline, if you're listening to this, you spoiled as bitch. I did <laughs> give it back. Okay, because she let me borrow it. Because my tia Luz, the best lover, chef's kiss. Love you, tia Luz. She was always like, Dani, yeah. Dani, you can wear this. You can put it on for kinder. And I put it on, and my cousin got really mad. And she was like, give me back my bell dress. And I was like, no, I'm wearing it. And then, yeah, she was, like, probably crying all night because she was always crying. And... <laughs> We love After that. that. We love you uh, destroying your cousins. But heart. I think that was the only time I ever had like a costume that I bought at the store. What was your earliest Halloween memory? My earliest. Here's the thing. I <laughs> in like really, seventh grade. <laughs> last year in high school. No. Um. I think I really stepped up my game as far as like dressing up and shit. Cause like, let's be honest. Growing up, my parents are like, you're gonna get the cheapest costume. You're gonna get something that's affordable and something that's not extra. So I remember one year I uh, dressed up as like a ninja. It was super basic. It was like a one a one piece black thing with like little red straps or little things that you tie around like the arms. Couldn't even get the nunchucks. Nunchucks. Um. <laughs> Growing up, it was, like, whatever. Like, Halloween, it didn't really start getting, like, better until, like, yeah. I got older. 
until mm-hmm. I actually had a say on what I could wear and like, you know, had money to afford, you know, shit. Um, no, I don't know. I, I love Halloween now. I love dressing up. I'm trying to think of like some, a story that like stands out. Like I can't. I but know. I'm thinking of that time that we were talking about this. But I loved oh, my favorite costume in high school that I ever did. Because in junior high, I was like a candy corn witch. I was like, Ugh. Um, <laughs> everybody was so a candy. Fu- I don't know whether that's so funny. To me. Like, like not just a witch, a candy corn witch. Which yeah, like, everyone was a fucking I'm candy sure corn had, witch. Like, little decoration, like little candy corn. I fucking hate candy corn. What candy corn's disgusting? But you know, the only candy corn that I like <laughs> is the candy corn that's like has chocolate on it. It's like why orange chocolate? You haven't seen it? It's like the, it no. still tastes like a candy corn, but at the the edge of it, like the end of it, it consists of chocolate. That's the only part you nibble on, or what? Exactly. I'm, I'm like, bye, toss, bye, toss. But I'm <laughs> continuing on with uh, your um, story. But yeah, I think in high school when we dressed up, you, me, and Christine as greasers. For some reason, I don't know why we like have like we we literally decided the day before the Halloween like fashion show or something. Yeah, to, I think to like go like, fucking bike. Like shit. I don't know why. The, keep in mind, this is what this is junior year of high school. We don't yeah. drive. We don't have cars. So we're like, let's go to. We brought you. We were you the know, only we're, one. We're like, who let's lives go. Near school to, is me. Exactly. So we're like, let's go to the Buena Park Mall, and Halloween is probably like four days away. And we're like, let's go buy some costumes to go like walk in this uh, shitty fashion show. And so we get there. We had so, we spent I don't know how many hours at the mall. Specifically, we were there for a long time. Yes. What are we gonna dress up first? We're like, we'll do Mean Girls. We're trying to think of like every TV show that has yes. girl characters and a guy character. And we were just trying to do a trio or something. Yeah, yeah. we're like figured out, figured out, and then I don't know. I guess somehow we came up with oh, greasers. greasers, and we all came in our denim jackets. <laughs> it was it was cute. Like I still have like pictures that we took from that day. We were really cute. Like, especially you were like, everybody loved you. Everybody loved Louis. Let's, let's just put it out there. It was always Luis and then his little Filipino friend and his little fat Mexican friend. <laughs> let's, let's put it out there. It was always Luis, Luis oh, and those two girls he didn't go. Luis, Luis and that one Filipino girl and then that one fat Mexican girl. Like, Luis, <laughs> like, let's put it out there. And everybody listening to this is like, yeah. <laughs> I'm but crying. Everybody loved your costume. 100% true. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. And maybe that, like, that was the case, like in general, because from the three of us, I was the most outspoken. I was yes. the most loud. Like, I was the most obnoxious one. So I, yeah. I think that's why I kind of, people kind of know, knew us. If anyone knew us, I'm not saying like we were popular or anything, but <laughs> if people knew us, they definitely knew us as like Luis and his two friends. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, we, we, we walked in the fashion show. Of course, you know, I, I outshined everyone because I'm so fucking extra. Of course. You do. I have a picture. Pictures that they use, not the cutest, but anyways. Um, yeah, you know who randomly... Like I just thought of someone who had a really great costume in high school was um Leangela White. <gasps> Mad Hatter. He drew up as a Mad Hatter and I was the like, Johnny wow. Depp version. It was really good. I was like, really, really, really put an effort. Yes. Really, um I don't know, not articul articulate like when you're speaking. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I meant like detailed. It, detailed. Um... Thank you. Thank you. And she's we no wonder that. people like you more. <laughs> but no, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like back in the days, like when I would. So we would always dress up. Here's the thing: we kind of always did the same thing. Me and my family would always dress up, and we would go to Huntington Beach because we would hang out with my favorite cousin Alexis, and like. <laughs> 
I mean, it's Huntington Beach, so you know damn well they're giving out full-size candy bars. But yeah, I mean, what are what are your favorite things about Halloween? Specifically, me, like even though I'm a little bitch, and anyone who knows this, or spoiler, if you don't know this, when it comes to horror movies, I fucking like, I get scared shitless. You know what? The Same. most the most recent movie that I saw that scared the shit out of me, and to this day, I think has been the scariest movie ever. I don't know if you've seen Hereditary. No, but I've heard of it. That movie. I and I don't know if it's because like me and my siblings when we're watching movies together like we get in our heads and we start getting paranoid but that shit scared me you need to watch it like you it's it's just it, it makes you want to cry it makes you yeah. want it's just it's ugh, I can't even um what about you what do you like about Halloween I like spooky season I growing up I always just liked trick-or-treating because my aunt would take all of us and when we used to live by Peak Park you know do you know where that is yeah Okay, yeah, we used to go there, and those houses always gave great candies. Um, they always had great decorations up. There was always houses with, like, mazes that you could go through. And then, like, when you grow up, in high school, I still went trick-or-treating. Let's be honest. Last year, I even went trick-or-treating. Okay? I was going to say, I'm going to be 50, and I'm still going to be trick And I'm still going to trick-or-treating, yeah. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I'm going to keep doing it. But I don't know what it was. that As we got older, it was kind of like. Like, that was the only thing that I still liked is trick-or-treating. Everything else, I was just like, ugh. Like, Christmas, ugh. New Year's, ugh. But Halloween, it was like, yes, bitch. I'm going to get my pillowcase. I'm going to go trick-or-treating and eat all this candy for the next two or three days and not let it go to waste. And then it would go to waste because I would never eat the candy because I'm terrible. Um, But that was my favorite thing is trick-or-treating. And... Okay, can we go back in time? Because I kind of want to be young again and, like, no worries. I don't know if it's just me, but, like, and this is going to sound really lame and really cheesy. And you guys listening are probably going to be like, if there's anyone listening, let's be honest. <laughs> you guys listening are probably like, really? I would have never like expect that from you. You know what I think I like the most, honestly, and it sounds really cheesy, is being with my family, being with my friends. Like, I remember yeah. just like, it's it's a fun time because you guys, uh, obviously, like everyone's trying to get like the best candy, but it's just more about like hanging out with your family and you're just slapping, mm-hmm. joking around. And also like, even like in high school, I remember I went trick-or-treating once, um, with my dance friends and like we didn't get shit we didn't we got the shittiest candy but it was just like <laughs> hanging out vibing and having a good time Ugh, i miss that corona you need a fucking end because we need to get back needs, to it life needs to get back to normal especially now that like some of my cousins are older and now they drink i'm like yes. um, i'm trying to party <laughs> like last year i remember i went to like so many fucking halloween parties and this year obviously i'm not even though i see some of y'all going to halloween parties throwing which, halloween i'm parties. sorry you guys are gonna come but that's neither here nor there but next episode which is one <laughs> a week from now i'm gonna be calling some of y'all out like if you guys are out i'm just name dropping be like this bitch is out this bitch is out and this bitch is out so you know stay tuned you might get a you, shout out you know what you guys should tag him tag him in your stories please so that you're like like, Kaylee, like taunt him you're miserable at home but i'm here getting fucked up <laughs> oh god no i just remember i also remember when you for some reason posted anybody doing anything this Halloween and so then I said oh me and Melissa are gonna go do this I don't know what the fuck we were gonna go do and then you went to go hang out with me and Melissa and then Melissa she came over the other day to give me a spooky basket thank you queen I love you and she was like why did Luis hang out with us that one Halloween and I was like, like why is he mean? why is he and with us like, <laughs> um you should have left him in the past you graduated high school and you're like you don't need to talk to him <laughs> <laughs> well because okay you guys don't know this about Luis, and he probably doesn't even realize this, or maybe he does. Luis has to be the alpha male, okay? There, can no, there cannot be other guys there. Like, he has to be 
the guy. Like, so it's usually me, Melissa, and my friend Manuel. So See, Manuel here's the thing. Working. Do I have to be that way? I don't think I'm like that. I just think I have to be the center of attention in general. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> okay, I'm like, I think. I think it's no, like, but you like, it cracks me up because I'm telling you, you probably don't even realize it. But like, if there's like someone else there that you think is like a threat to you, you're just like, like... <laughs> And this is, is the last episode of our podcast. Have I now I'm starting to think I'm like, have I said something shady or bitchy about no. Manuel that like No if Hold you and Melissa and Manuel need to come from me and say something to me, you guys can have the platform. No go ahead and do a four person chat <laughs> and you guys just tell me what you gotta say because You're not letting me finish. I just brought that up. See now I'm red. Like I'm just so I'm like laughing. Okay. I brought that up because of the fact that I was just like, like, I was like, when did Luis hang out on Halloween with us? Why, why would Luis hang out on Halloween? Like as if you're better than us. Um, and then Melissa was like, no, yeah, he did. And I was like, Melissa, you're hallucinating. No, he didn't. He has never, like, I was like in high school, you didn't hang out with us. So what the fuck are you talking about? And then she was like, he hung out with us on Halloween. He stole a candy bowl from somewhere. True facts. And I was just like, what are you talking about? And she was just like, bitch, I don't know when it was, but he stole a candy bowl from somewhere. And I was just like, why would Luis hang out with us? And then that's when I was just like, why would Luis hang out with us? Because he needs to be the center of attention and he wouldn't want anybody else to be the center of attention. So why would he hang out with us when we're all main characters? No, just kidding. And then uh, she was like... She was like, no, you did hang out with us. And then that's when she was like pulling up her snap memories. And I was pulling up my snap memories. And I was like, oh, shit. Yes. October 2016. Luis did hang out with us on Halloween. And he stole a candy bowl from my aunt's house. He was like, oh, it says take one. I'm going to take all. I'm going to take the whole bowl. Well, it's a take one. Take one bowl. So I took it. (laughs) Um, And for the record, it wasn't hers, like her aunt's. It was in that same area. Okay. Yeah, it was like in the neighborhood. I would never steal from people I know. People that he might potentially. Luis always is like, say hello to my in-laws, and I'm like, I'm gonna marry you to the family. I'm like, and here's the thing: it's not like, well, there's always Jacqueline. I'm like, there's, it's not like any, like Danielle has any from that I've met. Sisters. He doesn't have any like cousins or sisters around my age, so you know, she's the lucky one. You and Jacqueline, honestly, are like the same person sometimes. We. Our lit- we would get married like that. The perfect couple. <laughs> Daniela who? Don't know. She likes Harry Styles, so I don't think he would. Who's that? <laughs> See, exactly. She'd be, she, right now, she's going to be like, fucking bitch. Did he really say who is that? Tell Luis <laughs> that Harry Styles is the love of my life, the man I'm going to marry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get a tweet later being like, um, you're blocked. Bye. But no, um, back to Halloween. What? What else? I'm like, what else is so special about Halloween besides getting candy, getting drunk if you're older? I think Halloween is also um Satan's birthday. Like one of the Yeah, T. <laughs> Halloween's like a holiday that you don't really feel pressure. I don't know. I don't know about you. But like with ho- like Christmas and Thanksgiving and like New Year's, it's like uh the pressure of like having everything ready for family who's coming over. Valentine's Day, it's like the pressure of like having a significant other, which whatever. You know, and Nobody celebrates St. Patrick's Day, but with Halloween, it's like there's no pressure. I mean, white people do, unless like they have like, uh, parties and stuff. You're trying to be a perfect team. Team. No, yeah, no, I Cinco we... de Mayo too. Oh god! All the whites come out during Cinco de Mayo and they celebrate with tacos and Coronas. Um, <laughs> no, I guess the only pressure now that you said it, I guess the only pressure would be 
but even still, it's not that serious. It's finding a costume. I think like, oh, I want to look good. Yeah. But even still, people are like, if you're like older, they're like, you know, we're going to get fucked up and that's it. Um, yeah. I think the pressure's there if you're a parent, obviously, but we're not parents. So there's no pressure. I mean, not that I know of. There might be some kid of mine out there that is waiting for me to come out of the woodworks <laughs> and take care of them. But until then, no. Um, what else can we talk about before we move on? What, to what? Potomac. To Potomac. Oh, well, your girl Ariana Grande. She came out with a with a music video. Okay. <clears throat> she was a president. President. Okay, Madam President. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I love, love, loved the music video. I think it was great. Um, there was at one point, I don't know if you noticed it, there was someone in the kitchen while she was like making the pizza or baking something. There was someone in the background wearing a mask. We love that. Um, uh-huh. The song was just all right. It wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't, Uh-oh. it was, like, I loved it because it's Ariana Grande, but. Like, it's, it was so mellow. It was kind of like nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. What were your thoughts on the music video and the song? That's what, I mean, I like the the concept. Um, but, like, yeah, I felt like that about her, all her singles, like, Except for God is a woman, like me. That song snapped, bitch. Um, Cause that's how I felt about Thank You Next and Imagine. Like I was just like, oh, interesting. But then the rest of her album came out with Thank You Next, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. She she had better songs. So I'm hoping that with this album, it's like, okay, are we gonna get, are we gonna get something a little bit more, a little bit more up there, a little bit more, a little bit more fun. Because this one's kind of like, wah, wah. This, this is what you were hyping us up for? Yeah, let me, <laughs> she released, all the stands are going to come and drag you. She came out, or she posted a couple <laughs> of days ago um, on her Instagram. She posted the track list. Why am I getting a post? Um, Postmates is giving me discounts, even though I haven't postmated in like a year now. Because of <laughs> Corona, you know, my dad says the virus is inside the food. Um <laughs> Let me. Oh. You know what? I say that, and my family's like, "You need to shut the fuck up." <laughs> okay, so here we have it. We have her track list. She has fourteen songs. It's "Shut Up," thirty-four plus thirty-five, "Motive" featuring Doja Cat, four "Just Like Magic," five "Off the Table" featuring The Weeknd, which people are gonna. I think they're gonna die when they hear that because I mean it's The Weeknd. Come on, mm-hmm. we have. 6:30 Safety Net featuring Ty Dollar Sign. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't fucking know. Ty Dollar Sign. Is it Ty? See, I music. What is that? I'm 80 years old. My hair, nasty. West Side, love language, positions, obvious, and POV. Out of these songs, out of which one do you think is going to be the bop? I mean, they're all bops already because it's Ariana Grande. But wh- which of these do you think is going to outshine? Okay, this is going to sound bad, but the weekend one is probably going to be like slow. Like, like it's going to be like, like girl, you. Yeah, yeah. want to fuck you <laughs> with the lights on. I mean, it's the weekend. So, but here's the thing. Can we talk about his album that came out? I don't know how long ago. And Dua Lipa's album, Future Nostalgia. Is it a thing? I don't know if it's just like everyone wants to do it, but like this whole 80s and like 70s, like. OT, Yeah. I don't know. So I, I'm, that might be that her song might be. This might be the entire, the, her vibe for the entire album. Exactly. Which, okay. Can we go back to, 
it's Ty Dolla Sign. I live under a rock. I yeah, I think it's Ty Dolla Sign. I don't know. He was on a song with Fifth Harmony. I'm terrible. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I know. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, um, the one that's probably going to be, oh my God, the one that's probably going to be like the, the raunchiest is going to be the 34 plus 35. Because what's 34 plus 35? 70. Um, anyways, <laughs> 69, folks. And I think my favorite is going to be nasty. I, I can see, already see it's going to be like a beat, but dirty. Uh, so we just stand on the ground. Nasty, 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 nasty. <laughs> I remember this is a yeah. random story. I think it was like in seventh or eighth grade. I would tell people, "Have you heard, have you seen that movie Nasty Nasty?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Yeah, oh they do God. nasty nasty things." <laughs> if that's like any representation of how stupid I was or how stupid I am, like I would, I'm such a weird child. Like, what goes on in my head? Like, I say the dumbest shit ever. Um, yeah, I around. <laughs> Asking random kids or even my friends, you know, even though I had like five, uh, like, have you guys seen the movie Nasty Nasty? And they're like, no, which one? I'm like, yeah, that movie Nasty Nasty. It's really popular. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Nasty Nasty. I'm like, what do they, like, what is it about? I'm like, they do nasty, nasty things. And like, I wasn't even thinking like anything sexual or anything. It was just like random shit. It's just you being stupid. Full ass clown. Like, oh God, I feel sorry for my parents. Um, <laughs> But before we continue on with Potomac, I'm, before we start Potomac, I'm just going to go ahead and give you guys a run through of people. You know, these people said 2020 is a shit year, but I'm going to make you guys, you know, happy by dropping some music. Kid Cudi announced today that there's going to be a third installment to his Man on the Moon trailer or trilogy, my bad. We have, what's that guy's name? Um, Styles is music. Harry Styles? You uh, that, that guy, up. Styles. Uh, Gay his fucking name, right? He's <laughs> the only white man. Actually, no, I should not say that because sometimes I'd be saying that and then I'm like, oh shit, no, bitch. You like a lot of white celebrities. She's a white man's whore. There's <laughs> Golden. Um, he just came out with this music video for Golden. You're so golden. Do, 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 do. But his no, music okay. is bronze. Um, so. <laughs> Leave meeting. This is our <laughs> la- you guys, thank you so much for joining us on these last 13 episodes. You know what my favorite thing in this world uh, to do or to be is? is problematic and controversial and to trigger people. <laughs> um, and last but not least, Plastic Hearts, Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana uh, said recently that she's coming out with an album. This is her seventh studio album. And her cover is this pink, I don't know, this pink picture it's she's pink. wearing. A shirt she's- that says censored, I think. Is that the one? Okay. Maybe I'm hallucinating. I don't know. She had said that she wanted to come out because you know how she was coming out with a lot of rock covers? Yes. Um, she said she wanted to come out with a whole album of those covers. So is this going to be that album? Or people were like, she's finally appropriating the right culture. Oh, no. Miley, get it together. I mean, I'm not like a Miley stan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, So I'm going to say been. it probably... It might be. I don't know. You know what I did see that I've watched maybe like a hundred times? I've seen her cover that she performed at some, I don't know where the fuck she performed it, but she did a cover of, she sang Heart of Glass by Blondie. Am I crazy or did she actually sound good? Like She sounded really good. And this is, I was like, again, I'm not a Miley stan. I've never been a Miley stan except for when uh, she was dating Nick Jonas, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I've never really liked her. I've never really liked her music. I've never been a fan of her. But that song, I was just like, um, I'm sorry. And maybe also because TikTok 
TikTok um, has like a lot of videos of people like recreate recreating um, dance that song or something. Dances songs, yeah. Other things like people will will do a transition like when she's uh, she they're doing it to that song that she did, Heart of Glass, and then the um, another one. But I'm like, oh, maybe maybe this is why I'm liking the song, but because TikTok's like maybe um, See? M- manipulating me exactly they're okay, yeah. controlling you <laughs> but, but um, i was like she sounds really good so i hope she comes out with that i hope that album is like all rock covers i don't know i mean we'll see we'll see time will tell moving on to everyone's <laughs> favorite part of the episode or the podcast talking about real houses of potomac once again we stand we love oh, you're doing amazing sweetie keep it up potomac women so the episode starts off and we have, keep in mind, this is going to be like a five-hour episode because I have so many thoughts, so get ready. So the episode starts off with Giselle and Juan and they're ring, ring shopping for Robin. So they're looking at a bunch of rings and I'm sorry, this is was, this was kind of embarrassing. They're looking at rings and they're looking at a $59,000 ring. And then two seconds later, the lady asks, um, so what's like your budget? And he goes, it's like from eight to ten thousand okay i'm not like i'm not saying it's embarrassing because like oh you can't afford whatever like which money is money whatever it's not that i'm just saying it's awkward because it's like giselle knows her situation and she was the one kind of picking the ring so i don't know what she was thinking when she was like let's look at this one like that kind of put Juan in the spot and then made him be like like it was just uncomfortable like why are you doing that to him was it just me i don't know no yeah it was cringe i was like (laughs) I'm like, um, did you not see the headlines? They have tax problems. Why are you picking up $60,000 rings? Did you not read the blogs? <laughs> oh, so sad. Um, then we transition over to Monique, and she's getting ready for her live podcast. And we just stand because, you know, podcast, we love it. Um, so she's getting ready for her podcast, and this is so tragic. This is so sad. So she's talking to her, her people, and they're like, so as far as ticket sales, we have two, uh, we have 20 out of 300. I instantly wanted to start crying. I felt so bad. Like, that's so uncomfortable. Like, you are out here spending all this money for a live episode and five people want to show up? Girl, no. That, that's not it. Um, she's talking to her friend, Pearl. I don't know if I couldn't hear right, but I think that's the person's name. She's talking to her friend, and she's basically telling him that she uh, feels horrible and she's feeling remorseful because, I mean, she dragged Candace, and it's not a good look for either of them. And she's telling, uh, she's telling us that the episode of her live podcast is going to be on redefining yourself, um, improving yourself, and being a better person. She calls Robin, and of course, Robin's like bothered. I don't know why. Like, I'm not a huge Robin fan. I don't hate her, but they were also bothered of when uh, Monique was calling to invite them. She then calls Wendy, and she's like, "Well, the last time I'm talking to you, you said you were not feeling remorseful, so I don't know. Thank you for the invite." Like, I mean, give me your thoughts because I have a lot of my own. I was just like, I was like, okay. Well, Robin, Robin was just like, oh, I'll think about it. Wendy could have done the same thing. Okay, I'll think about it. Wendy did not have to go. This is my problem with Wendy. She just, for some reason, has to think, like, she feels like she has to be the one, like, to talk down because it's, of her it, actions when it's, it's like there's almost nothing. almost like she has, like, she wants, I feel like she's the type to, which I know I can be at times, so be yeah. it. I know I am. Yeah. She 
I feel like she has to have the upper hand and mm-hmm. you're right. Like she has to be the teacher, like in any mm-hmm. situation, like I'm talking down to you, yeah. you're wrong. And that, I told you so. Like, that look, yeah. like it's not a cute look. So hopefully she changes, but I doubt it. Um, we move on to Karen and she's talking about how raised anti-therapy, which, okay, this is kind of triggering because I then th- I, th- I thought to myself, if I, w- I know, I'm like, is it a race thing? Like, what is it? Because I know if I talked to my parents and I said, hey, I want to see a therapist, they would look at me sideways and they'd be like, are you okay? Are you mentally ill? What is wrong with you? Why would you want to see a therapist? Like, what, like, how would your family react if you said, I want to see a therapist? Like, I mean, like my sister, she has me spreading her fucking business. My sister had a baby. Obviously what comes with a baby, postpartum depression. Okay. And everybody's like, no, she's just, feeling a little blue and I'm like no bitch it's she just had a baby or like I don't know um I don't I don't like when people or not that I don't like but I don't like to self-diagnose I'm just gonna say that but it's obvious that like there's times where I do have anxious tendencies okay so when I bring that up it's like no 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 let's not talk about that let's not talk about that um but you're just you're just you know, one way, it's just, you're nervous. You're just a nervous person. You don't need anything. You don't need help. It's okay. It's like, no, we should talk to somebody. And it's not, it's not a race thing. Well, yeah, it is a race thing. It's a minority thing because white people go to therapy for everything, but it's like, um, black people, Latinx, like you can't say the word therapy. Cause then it's like, Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. Mija. It's, it's like, like, no, I'm not it crazy. I just, because I, I get exactly what you're saying and it probably is just like a minority thing because I already you know I've never I mean I've never thought about like no, that's a lie I have thought about I'm like maybe now that, like, like talking to somebody we're yeah like now that we're in a quarantine do this shit over zoom be like mom don't bother me I'm in class but it's the truth like therapy is not a bad thing people if you're listening to this we all need therapists we all yeah. need to talk to you and just it helps not only you but it helps I feel like it would help yes. the relationships that you have, whether that's yes. um, like your significant others or your family. So definitely go see a therapist because trust me, it'll, it'll do you good. But um, she's basically saying, Karen's saying that Ray's not into it and he doesn't like it and how it didn't work out with Angela. And they do this little flashback of her mm-hmm. basically seeing her man flirt because correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like he was flirting with her. With like, the therapist. With the therapist was like yes. laughing and point is she said it didn't work out so now they're moving <laughs> on to a life coach which i was like however you want to spin it whatever you want to call it's still it a therapist like come on but i guess if it makes him feel better they'll see a life coach actually hold on life coaches don't have degrees so maybe they should go to a therapist like an actual yeah therapist. i was gonna say like what <laughs> i know nini was seeing a life coach i think last season so i don't know yanni <laughs> check that out um but um they started talking and Ray says that he doesn't know how to handle like her fame and mm-hmm. he says marriage is work but you have to make yourself available and he basically feels like we said last episode that Karen doesn't make herself available and she's very egotistical and very stubborn and very to herself and all about her mm-hmm. I mean is he wrong like put yourself in his position how do you view she, the relationship she is that way but she's always been that way like you married her that way like she did not change her egotistical ways she's always been that way we even saw it when she went to her hometown the way he was describing it he seems very like i don't want to say he's misogynistic but he's very like misogynistic okay he's very like his thought process was very machista okay i was like 
it seems like you just want her to be at home I, I, at your beck and call you don't want her to I, start a career i definitely was getting that vibe and i guess I, let me just play weird. devil's advocate like on both sides i can definitely see their points because i can see where her frustrations are coming from when she basically said i saved your ass you know bitch <laughs> the irs isn't here hunting you down because i paid for your shit exactly but at the same time if he doesn't feel like she's available and because he said something like oh she used to be the aggressor i guess as far as like kissing him or saying i love you like she Mm -hmm. put in the effort which i guess he was used to and now that she's not really about that life (laughs) he's like show me love show me love so it's a hot mess and it ends with them being like um ray says because she basically says i had your back and he's like thank you and then they kiss so it's like, oh, la la da, like on the end on a good note. But then she says, Karen says, it took him a lot. It took a lot for him to say thank you, which I was like, am I, I don't know, it's because I've never been in a relationship, but <laughs> for her to say it took a lot and meant a lot. Exactly. Said, thank you. Like, which exactly. that's what I'm talking a about. Shitty husband. Like, what the hell? Exactly. Like, I, I, um, you didn't bring this up, but he also said something like, like about her duty as a wife or am i crazy like he, he said, said something, something like oh before the fame ak before the show because they keep make, making it about the perfume but let's be honest people it was me your husband something they, like that yeah, they yeah know her because of the show so he said yeah. something like oh before your fame you were just a, a housewife a home mm-hmm. housewife a stay-at-home house which like basically means like you said your, yeah for your husband or something and i was just like what the f-? i was like i'm team karen ray you're mm, don't if it took you that long to say thank you after how many years of marriage, I'm sorry. This is why, this is the bitter person in me where I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, you need to go with somebody who deserves you or at least get something on the side, Karen, because oh, no. this is not, this is not only, it. Only if it's open, you know, no cheaters here. But um, moving on. <laughs> so next up is Wendy and Wendy's with her family and she's feeding her kids. Okay, so she's preparing and bottling up her titty milk from cameron <laughs> and then the the two young how old are her kids they look like they're 10 11 i think no like, they're like they're older six and four okay they're built like big boys I they're know. big boys they are big boys but i think you look at her husband they're like her man is like he's, he's like sturdy. he's like tall and like he's thick. like sturdy he's and thick also yeah. like tall too so like makes sense but um so she's like with her kids and then they're like the milk the milk and then she gives them like a sample which am i crazy or was that weird like boy you should not be drinking your mother's breast milk you are human, not human. human milk is for human babies um meanwhile uh, i'm here drinking cow milk i know how y'all are about ew i used to drink milk i still drink honestly i still drink cow milk in my cereal Recently, I started doing oat milk in my smoothies or shakes or whatever. <laughs> and um, now, cow milk and I do not, cow milk doesn't like me, apparently. I prefer 2%. And I was like, cow milk, after everything we've been through. <laughs> and cow milk's like, no, bitch, no we more. Love, we love your milk journey. But, um, <laughs> okay, so they she goes from feeding, she says, she goes from like yeah. giving samples of her milk to her kids to then the dad being like i don't get any milk and then she's like i always give you milk and i was like that was so cringe y'all are talking about bucking and shit in front of your two kids like you need (laughs) the cameras the cameras are there that was so uncomfortable i was like 
after she said that he was gonna be like do you give me your milk or do i give you my milk like that's this is too much like moving on so then she talks about her event that she's planning which is wine with wendy where we later see um consists of her talking politics whether it's talking about the president talking about local elections but we'll get on to that so she starts inviting the women and she invites wendy i mean she invites uh, giselle and she's like oh my god i love that i don't know if it's just like since Giselle, I feel like is, I don't want to say ignorant, but I feel like she's not really aware of politics and everything. So I feel like whenever she sees someone who's somewhat invested in it, she's like, oh my God, you just, you're a God, you know everything. But um, I guess um, she's supporting her fellow women, but she calls Giselle and she's happy to be there. And then she calls Candace and Candace right away has to make it about herself. She says, what does she say? Um, I've been having many panic attacks. And I'm, I know we just said two seconds ago, you know, mental health is important. We're terrible. But Candace is on another level. She did not like, oh God, but okay. She, she uses may- her mental health as an excuse, which not only shows how manipulative she is, but it's like, that's a terrible thing to do. That's like, trying to make somebody stay with you because you're depressed. Like, no, don't leave me. I'm depressed. If you leave me, something will happen. And it's like, that's manipulative and that's disgusting. So she uses her mental health as an excuse. I don't know. Maybe, do you think the same way? Do you feel like, that's why she's on another level. That's why she's. I just think she, here's the thing. I feel like some of these women, maybe like half, and you can guess who I'm referring to. I guess (laughs) half of these women are, just living their lives on this show and mm-hmm. the other half are like their show is their life mm-hmm. so like candace it doesn't seem authentic like i do there are i do catch myself a few times feeling bad for her because when she speaks with yeah. such pain and her you can see she's visibly upset but other times it's like are you being authentic are you being genuine yeah. or is this just for the cameras and you want everyone to hate monique it's it, i can't read her that well it's difficult at times I get you. I get you. So before the the phone call ends between Candace and Wendy, she basically tells her that Monique has been spreading lies and she just feels so hurt. And that at the event, she will be pulling Karen to the side because she feels like Karen is Mm -hmm. a flip-flop, which she does. And it just goes to the left. (laughs) We then see the most cringy thing I think I've ever seen on Real Houses of the Potomac, we see Jamal and Giselle. She's dropping him off at the airport because, you know, he lives in Atlanta, I believe. And he goes from uh, Maryland to Atlanta. And they're just talking. This conversation was super awkward for me because I felt like it made no sense. She basically tells him, you know, this isn't working out for me, but I want it to work out, but I love it, but I don't. So she said, this is the part that triggered me. She goes, so this long distance relationship thing, it's, it's, I like it, but it's not working out. The only option we have is to, con- the only other option we have is to not continue this, but that's not an option for me. What are you talking about? This is, she is, this is all fake to me. Does she really care for this man or is she afraid of losing, I would say peach, her champagne class. Cause you know, that's what the carry. Is she afraid of losing <laughs> him? Because it doesn't seem she, real to me. I just don't. I'm like, Giselle, this man is not, he's trash. He's garbage. Like when they were shopping for engagement rings for Robin and she was just like, this could be Jamal in the future again, because 
I don't see us doing anything other than marriage. And I was just like, that's disgusting. Why would you marry a man who, again, who cheated on you multiple times? Like, Allegedly has, I don't know how many kids with Disgusting. It felt all- Congregation. It felt disingenuous. It felt like he wasn't even like listening to her. I was just like, I don't know. You're talking to a wall right now, Giselle, because he's not listening to you. The funny thing was that he was like, I'm glad you said this because- I was waiting for you. I've I've been oh in this position. God. I've been in this state of mind. I'm ready for it. And she's like, Yay, I love it. And it's funny because seeing their relationship, it makes me think of the other couples in the show. And it makes me think of Ashley. If because I, I thought to myself, Giselle is, and this is, you know, just opinion. Giselle's a pretty woman. She could have any man mm-hmm. she wants, a man who respects her and treats her right. And yet she's with this Mr. Chocolate. Like you got to do better. Yes. And it makes me think of Ashley. And it's like, you could have any man and you're with creepy Michael. I just, these women, I don't know if it's a reality TV or just a, but don't <laughs> y'all need to get it together. The next thing we see is it's the day of the live podcast. Karen decides she's not going to come because she's feeling sick. Did you clock or did you peep the text messages? They flashed where she said, sorry, I won't be able to make it, but we could get together, girl, and catch up. This could be um, on or off camera. I was thinking, do they decide what they show? Or, like, do they call? Like, how does this work? How do you think it works where they're like, okay, come, we're going to film. Or, cameraman, can you come? We want to film. Like, how do you think they so, do So, okay, from my perspective, I think they, I think what the production crew sets the scene. I know this sounds like it's super scripted, but I think the production crew will set the scene. Like, they'll tell them, you're filming with so-and-so today like this is what you guys will do or what would you like to do so maybe there's times where like they can approach the production team and say oh we're gonna i'm gonna go have lunch with so-and-so today would you like to like not that they have a choice whether they can film it or not but it's like (laughs) i'm gonna go have lunch with so-and-so today you know and then that's the production crew's cue to be like okay we'll film it or okay doesn't seem juicy enough for us like we won't film it so maybe that's because i did see that and i was just like wait like are you guys gonna do this after the season because (laughs) don't they have to like make sure that they're getting everything because they have to set the scene or they have to make sure that they i don't know how to explain it they have to make sure that they get enough footage yeah like i'm sure i think my like the way i see it is there's probably like maybe a thousand things filmed obviously i'm being Mm -hmm. like dramatic there's a thousand things filmed and only 50 percent that gets aired yeah so maybe she was trying to be strategic. Maybe I think she was being genuine. Like, you know, it's your call if you want this to be filmed. But like I said, it's a caring friend. She's showing her some, you know, she's giving her the option. Because maybe she wants to catch up and she doesn't, like, I don't know. You don't know what Monique is yeah. going to do. She just hit uh, Candace. You don't know what she's thinking. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a random fact that I noticed. Um, But it's the day of her podcast. And Monique tells, like, she's telling us this is kind of unfair, and maybe it's because I'm in my feelings, but I don't think it's fair that I show up to her events, like her stupid perfume lunch, and she's not here. Do you think, like, I don't know, it seems weird, like, that's like the lamest excuse in the world. That's what you you call work? Like, I'm sick. I'm not feeling well. Yeah. It's like, what? You're, the podcast is going to be an hour long. You can't just hang out with your friend for an hour. Like, to me, it seemed like, Monique, uh, Karen, like, you've gone through like you how many times have you said that you're neutral but yet you're really not neutral you're Monique's side like was it kind of getting to you that the other ladies were calling you out on it and you were like trying to take a step back because I'm telling you Ashley and Karen 
they can easily film with Monique. Like there's some something happening there that it's like, why are you not filming with her? Why if Ashley's I'm getting ahead of myself, but if Ashley's the one who planned the group trip, why did Ashley not say that she wanted Monique there? Well, it's here's not the thing. everybody I, against the production crew. Like the production crew is not like the production crew is their bosses. They're not the boss of the production crew. Do you get me? Like Yeah, it, <laughs> they're gonna have the final say, so it's it's just a whole lot. I don't know. That does seem shady on Ashley and Karen's behalf. We don't know what's going behind like what's going on behind the scenes, but it'll all play out and I think we'll see like what's the real tea. But um so obviously the only person who shows up to her live podcast is Ashley, which we stand. So get sad, get yeah. yourself in Ashley. It's so sad though. Like when she was there and she's like, she's talking about how, you know, I just think that the women need to give her a chance. We all make mistakes. And I just think it's not fair. It is kind of sad. Like imagine being in that group of friends where everyone's kind of giving up on you and they're kind of like, you know what? Fuck you. Which let's be honest. They, the other women say they're not trying to phase her out or like ice her out, block her out, but they are. So I feel bad in that confessional where uh, Monique is like these women say they want to see you change and they want to see mm-hmm. um, those actions but then when you invite them over when you give them the chance come. to like okay we know Giselle's not going to give you the chance because Giselle hates you which is why I just want Giselle to be like okay this just made me not like you even more I hate that Giselle tries to make it seem like oh it's because you're not the depiction of a good black woman what, She's like, it's your what actions it it's the way yeah. you are as a per- it's like no you just don't like her just say it come which on. is why it was sadder that Karen was not there it's like you could have easily like right there shown that you are in solidarity with her, but um, I got away from myself. Sorry. Oh the, yeah. These other ladies, it's like, she's asking you to, you don't need to be, you don't need to be so like rude. Like I'll think about it or no, you're not remorseful, which when it does come up that people from her camp, people from her camp, Monique's camp are messy. <laughs> Okay, so it's like when she's not when she's not like denouncing their comments or when she's not like telling them to like, hey, stop commenting that or stop saying that. That's when it's kind of seems like, girl, you still seem not remorseful, even though to me she does. But to the like out in the outside world, it's like, oh, shit. No, she doesn't. The only like the only I guess what I would say is like in defense to her is if she feels like she's putting an effort to try to change and True. all she's receiving is bullshit and it's constant bullshit i would be the same way i'd be like you know what okay i'm, I'm gonna send hearts to negative comments about her i'm gonna do kiss emojis because it's like you know what you guys are being bitches and y'all want to yeah. see a bitch i'll give you a bitch so it's a whole lot to handle it's just too much but um ashley shows up to support her friend and they start getting into it and she basically says well Karen told us that she had a conversation with uh, with Candace and she basically mm-hmm. told her, if it was me, I'd press charges. Do you think this was messy of Ashley to say or do you think it was messy of Karen to say it, period? It was messy of Karen to say it, period. Because <laughs> then she was like, I'm neutral, I'm neutral. Then don't be giving advice to anybody. Don't be giving advice to anybody. Don't be allowing your house to be where Monique gets to host her redemption tour. Don't be... Um, telling Candace that you support her in pressing charges. Like, when you're neutral, stay out of it. Like, when you're neutral, do not offer your house. When you're neutral, do not offer your advice. Like, just stay Yeah, you can't be doing all these actions. You can't be giving certain – like, who does that? Like, I thought about it myself. I always think, like, put myself in that position. If I have two friends, am I really going to say – 
I would have pressed charges because then yeah. that's going to lead to pressing charges. Exactly. And then you're going to see your friend in jail. And then, oh, all because of you, like, I should have just kept her mouth shut. It was messy of Ashley to say it, but it was messier of Karen to advise it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monique looked kind of shocked. She was like, really? Like, this is supposed to be my friend. It was it was something else. But um, the Q&A starts off because that's what the live podcast is. And she has a, a couple of friends on the panel. And uh, I don't know whose idea it was. I don't know why it, was, it came across as shady to me. But the lady who's hosting it prior prior to like let's say five ten minutes if um prior to starting the the panel the podcast she goes what do you guys want to talk about what's off the table and bonique goes i don't want to talk about the physical um altercation because it's mm-hmm. just not a good look the first question is what is the status of y'all's relationship with you know candace mm-hmm. am i crazy or was that like lady you just said you weren't gonna bring it up why did you take that question why did you bring it up like what yeah. That seems shady, but the, the cynic, like the cynic, I can't even fucking speak. The cynical side of me was like, okay, Monique probably told her to ask that. Like, Monique probably told her such that she could say, keep us in your prayers. Like, <laughs> yeah, all that dramatic, you know, build up just so she'd be like, pray for us. How about that? And it was just, okay. Um, the podcast kind of looked boring, honestly. It so, didn't seem like a lot of people were there. Yeah, I was about to say, it seemed empty. Like, there was times, I think, when she got up from the table with Ashley, and they, like, they, they panned over. Yeah. All those tables were empty, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, she really does not have people there. Which, it seems like she's the one with the most Instagram followers out of all of Potomac. Um, she's, like, she's the most liked, I want to say, because even though she just hit a bitch, everybody's still on her side. So, it's like... <laughs> why like how expensive were these tickets that you only had 20 out that's of the thing i think people like the average person who's watching these reality tv shows i don't think it's freaking super wealthy people these exactly. are like run-of-the-mill average people so they're probably like you know what bitch you need to lower your price if you want us to show up so <laughs> i don't know it was just it was sad moving on to robin you know my, ugh, bef- my queen. Like, before we get to wendy you know being the worst robin's kind of i don't know i like i have this weird love-hate relationship with robin because she could be really shady and hilarious and just you know yes other times she's just boring annoying and hateful but um moving on so we see her and she's bullying with her family and she says she's nervous talking to her parents because of the tax problem she's like (laughs) my parents have always been on top of me and they've always been like do well do this and you know what the funny part was the fact that juan was like you i mean your dad always says stay on top of your taxes which I'm like, is that just like a fatherly love thing? Or is it like actual <laughs> advice? Because she knows how her daughter, like how his daughter is like, what? Because she's always been in tax trouble. So he's like, stay on top of your taxes. <laughs> I like Robin. She's okay. I like Robin just because she's like the most. Uh, she seems like the most normal. Like, is that what you're saying? Normal, yeah. The most normal. Because even her kids, like her kids crack me up. They're so fucking stupid. Like her kids are oh. just like, like. I didn't mean it that way. I meant more like, like they just seem like they're goofy. They're just like, like they're yeah, goofy, yeah, they're mellow. They're not. I think I would say even I would go as far as to say like the most humble. Like she's not. She's like not, yeah, she's the most down to earth or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she, they're nervous to talk to their parents. But I'm eventually her parents come and she's like, I don't know if you're aware, but I owe a lot of money um and her parents are like yeah we we saw we heard which is super like 
dumb because when it's all said and done, she's just like, I'm so thankful for this. I got it off my chest. It's like, you're thankful yeah. that you got it off your chest? Sweetie, you still owe all this money. Like, <laughs> what the, worry about that shit, not about what your parents think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being dramatic. It was stupid of me. The whole it was dumb. It was like, what's happening? She but, was like um, pretending to be nervous. I was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Enough, enough. I'm like, go flip another house. Stop, like, stop talking to your parents about your taxes. Go no, flip, flip another, another house. house. But um, she goes to the restroom. She pulls an ash and she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Um, and that's where Juan decides to take the opportunity to tell her parents that he's gonna propose. At first, I don't know if it was the editing, but they made it seem like the parents weren't okay. Or maybe that was the case because by the end of it, they were just kind of like, the dad's like, well, I'm cool with that. And the mom's like, yeah. Like, the most boring scene. I don't know what was happening. What was your, what was your thought? What are your thoughts on this whole remarriage the, thing? Yeah, the dad was like, I'm cool with that. When, like, a couple of episodes, he was like, so I don't know about you and Juan. And it's like, ah, you little, you little fake. Oh you just dad's dad. on the show are fake as fuck. Shady. Shady. And then <laughs> one dad doesn't even show up to see his daughter at the front door. So that's just horrible no oh my gosh and then no now let, let me get into the dad real quick <laughs> giselle's dad is shady messy as hell <laughs> just like his daughter robin's is boring and doesn't even want to be there he's like oh i'm cool with that as she's asshole doesn't even show up he doesn't care for her karen we're not gonna speak ill of the dead like but he was on it, right? Before he, they passed, they were on it. Yeah. It's just, the dad, these dads are something else. Um, he was shady, too. I remember he was like, or was it her mom? Her, I think her mom was a shady one, but. <laughs> I'm not going to speak ill of the past of the dead. So moving on. Um, yeah, they're boring. They said, it's a good move. We don't care. Like, you're trying to get married, trying to buy a ring trying to plan a party you have tax problems figure that shit out trying to buy a new house priorities are all messed up but i guess her 30 dollar hats are gonna make her money <laughs> so we finally get to the event the event we finally get to the event wine with wendy so all the women show up and before we get into what ashley said about politics robin for some reason thought it was a great idea to show up in her ugly wig Ashley has had her moments. So I don't know what she's saying. I don't like it. Giselle <laughs> lives with ugly hair. I, just, I was going to say, Candace. Candace has some good weave. She has some good hair. She has good hair, good looks, honestly. This season, anyways. I don't know about the past. but um, oh. So they kind of trash her a bit. It's all in good fun. What are your thoughts on that wig? That wig was ugly. She, she even posted it on Insta. She was like, I heard y'all don't like the wig. And it's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Nobody likes the wig. It's ugly. But like, see, that's where she gets points from me. The fact that she's willing to post about it and be like, y'all don't like it? Well, yeah. fucking tune in and watch it. She cracks me up. Like, the fact that she can make fun of herself. But if anyone else makes fun of her, it's like, eh, not your place. Um, so all the women show up and, you know, they're waiting for Wendy to take the stage. And Ashley just randomly asks, it's weird that they included this. Like, they could have easily taken it out, but I don't know. I peeped it. And Ashley asked Karen, are you into politics? I've never really asked you. And then I don't know if this was like just, you know, politically correct or she's trying to be like, you know, mm -hmm. a good woman, a good person. She goes, I lay low. I stand for what's right, which how she's do you a Republican. Oh, no. She's a Republican, but she's a non Donald Trump supporting Republican. Stop. I can tell you why she's a Republican, because her and Ray are rich. Oh, 
So that's why she's a Republican, but she's non-Donald Trump supporting Republican. And we which is know why she said that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that, but I know where Ashley stands. She is, I mean, based on her man, she's could liberal. Probably be by <laughs> her. She said she's a part of the LGBTQ community. Like they're. She's liberal, most yeah. likely. Giselle's um, liberal. Robin's probably liberal. Karen, you're right. I think you might be right. Karen's a little fishy. I don't know. Karen, what Karen's you a Republican. And the reason that she said that, I stand for what's right, is because she doesn't support Donald Trump. Is that, is that, what, you think? Is that what you think? Yes. I was like, oh, that was her way of saying, um, fuck the president, but also, I'm a Republican. So, <laughs> so mind your business, Ashley. If, and also, like, I've noticed that I know Ashley, maybe it's just like, it's different. I've noticed some of them have like posted on their social media like, to, to go out and vote, but Karen doesn't really speak on it besides her little commercials that, you know, all the from different Broadway yeah. shows are like supposed to be in. I don't know. You might think you might she's be right. like She's like Kenya. She, she's like, she, she doesn't want to say anything controversial, even though she's controversial herself. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so get to the event and Robin shows up in her ugly wig. Ashley asks her where she's voting or what she does. And then what are you talking about? So then Wendy finally, you know, gets on stage and she's talking about, I honestly, this is probably the best thing Wendy has ever done. The only mm-hmm. thing you can really support and stand her for. She basically talks about what they can do to help solve problems, how to go about solving problems. She talks about how it's not just about the president. You guys need to go out and vote on local elections and honestly i was kind of like happy and proud of her because like she said that's where she really shines and it's true what she was saying the way she was speaking it was really eloquent or uh, 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 <laughs> i can't speak <laughs> you guys know what i'm trying to say but um <laughs> but um she rocked it what are your thoughts on this whole i liked it i see right there i was just like this is the wendy that i wanted for the entire season. Like, I wish she would have brought that same energy, that same, like, fierceness, like, to when she, like, reads the other ladies. But, no, we get we get some other stupid shit. We, just... get, we, we get what we've seen about five minutes. Um, exactly. So, she talks, they all kind of, she has, like, the audience chime in, which I thought was great. And it ends on a good note. Well, that little section of it, anyways. But, um... So they start eating, start just hanging out. And Giselle tells the girls that Wendy told them that ba- that Karen basically saved her man and now she wants the money back, which I think I'm getting myself. I think she mentions that next week's episode, but she basically said, like, was this shady for, obviously, I'm asking my own, I'm all over this. Let me think she about is. what I'm trying to say. So what are your thoughts on Giselle saying all this about, Okay, he said, he said, blah, 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 blah about Karen. I was okay with that. I was like, I was like, okay, that's Giselle just being shady. Giselle just being messy. What I don't agree with is how she does it in the preview that I saw for next week. And I was Ooh. like, you made it seem like you were going to take her to the side, but no, you're doing what you always do, which is try to embarrass her in front of everybody else. But you don't like it when people embarrass you. And it's like, ugh, girl, if you can't be asked about Jamal's kids, then, oh, seriously. then you should not be... Like you should have taken Karen to the side. Their frenemy, friend, frenemyship is, I, I live for it. But also sometimes I'm like, Giselle, just fucking be a good person. Yeah, she's a bitch, but I love her. Um, It was <laughs> it was shady more than anything. And Ashley, I think, said something like, oh, well, she knows how she is as a person. And when she got drunk, 
she knew what she was doing. Exactly. It was a cry for help, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. I think it might be true. She needs help. She's over her relationship. She's over her, her stupid friends hitting each other. Like, she doesn't know what to do. <laughs> so then we see Candace pull Karen to the side. And she's upset. She says that she's been make- Karen has been making excuses for Monique. And she's been coddling her and just doing the most for her. This triggered something in Karen. And... First, she starts off light. She goes, Candace, your mind is very powerful, but so is your mouth. Then she says, I'm insulted that you would want me to go against Monique. And that's something I will never do. She's basically saying, this is all bullshit. I don't need this from you. Why are you doing this? She said, I will not be told what to say or what to think. Ashley, you know, they, this is where the freaking episode, they go back and forth from um, Giselle, Robin, and Ashley to... Karen and Candace. Ashley keeps defending Monique and she's like, You guys just need to give her a chance, like blah blah blah. Wendy then interrupts and she's like, She shows okay, so she goes downstairs because I think they're upstairs. Yeah. I don't know why Wendy, I think Loki, she had a feeling my girl needs help. She's outnumbered, even though they're one to one. And she goes downstairs and she in this part, this is where the episode started, really. All my thoughts right now. Wendy comes up to them and she, I don't know where, maybe it was edited wrong, but she comes up and she's like, I just want Monique to say, I, I just want Monique to say, I didn't like Candace for whatever reason. And I took my anger on her lady. Who are you to say anything? You don't know Monique. You don't know these women besides Candace, which I don't know how much of good friends you guys even are. You don't know them. Nobody cares what you want. Why are you showing up to this one-on-one conversation giving your input nobody fucking asked for your opinion wendy shut the fuck up wendy (laughs) am i crazy or was that like she showed up yeah i want lady what are you talking about it's not about what you want you're not the one who got hit like she should have walked up like hey everything good and then when they explain to her be like oh that's when you give your opinion but the way that she walked up no i completely agree i was just like wendy but ow Candace doesn't need your help right now. Even though Candace did ask earlier, like when when they were planning the event or whatever, she's like, I might need you there. And it's like, you won't need anybody there. If Karen's not gonna have anybody there, you don't need anybody and there. And that's my like, point. Not only does Karen not have anyone like on her team, so to say. Exactly. Why do you need an ally? Why like are you not grown enough? You say you're this woman, you're not a child anymore. Your mother doesn't need to pay for her house, your house. So it's like exactly. super childish. I had an irritating me that Wendy decided to just show up and start speaking her mind when nobody asked for that. And Karen, I'm sorry, but after this episode, I think I might have to stand Karen. Karen goes, something is medic well, not yet. So Karen is talking about <laughs> Her friend Monique, and she's defending her. And I think she might be reaching, but she goes, something is wrong medically with Monique, and I will stand oh neutral God. with her until I hear the medical results. That was dumb. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to say she's, like, bipolar? Are you trying to say, like, there's nothing wrong with the little anger issues, bitch. Like, she has, just say it, she has anger issues. And sometimes she doesn't know how to express herself. Because some of these ladies take her to that point. That's all you have to say. You don't have to say something's wrong medically. Something's wrong medically. (laughs) When she said this, I I know what she was trying to say, but I don't (laughs) think she went about it the right way. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Portia and Phaedra in that one episode where Phaedra gathers everyone around and she said, well... 
she called uh she called kenya specifically and said we're gonna gather because portia wants to show everyone she's worked on her anger issues and she's better now it's like <laughs> no why are these women speaking on behalf of their friends i know damn well exactly. only watching this back was like medically wrong <laughs> bitch I'm, nothing's wrong with me it was just it was a little too much for me i don't know like medically like what the hell i, I karen the intention was there but the delivery was wrong. The delivery was not. <laughs> so Wendy goes, there's nothing. At this point, you can see Wendy's getting triggered and yeah. to show her true color. She's like, Wendy's like, there's nothing wrong with her. Stop sticking up for her. And she basically says she doesn't care who you are, but that she holds people accountable, period. Which I specifically brought this little note. I made sure to write this down because we're going to watch. We're on episode 13, 14 now. We're going to see for the rest of the season if she holds people accountable. Because I know her little friend Candace is a fucking shit starter so we'll mm-hmm. see if she holds her accountable candace says that it would be different if this was a one-time occurrence but as we've seen in the past she's an aggressive person she almost beat up robin with her little umbrella she's an aggressive mean bitch and it's like candace are you t- are, are your arms hurting from reaching because that's what you're doing yes yeah, she's done that but didn't you didn't you also wave a butter knife in someone's face like a butter knife bitch. like <laughs> Karen even said, Karen even brought it up. The way that I am writing for Monique right now is the way that I was doing for you last year with the butter knife. Like, make it make sense, Candace, please. <sighs> it's just a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of bullshit. So um, she says it would be different, but, you know, we've seen she's an aggressive person. She's showing us that she's capable of being more she's than violent. Ridiculous. She's le- not only is she, you know, super violent, she's a ravenous dog, but she's leaking information <laughs> to the blogs, lies. And this is where Karen just, she won me over in this episode. She goes, she tells Wendy, she looks her, at her dead in her eyes and she says, while I respect your opinion, it's just your opinion. And, you know, they keep going back and forth and she's like, I'm not going to, you know, abandon Monique because she's my friend. And yeah. you too. Okay. I, you know what I uh, really appreciate about this episode? She was showing that she's you know committed and she's really a friend to monique but she had two bitches down her throat like essentially yelling at her and like yeah she was standing her ground and she's like you're not gonna like she didn't she wasn't folding and i feel like that's the kind of friends i need like yeah she was not subcoming she was not submitting to them and she wasn't you know being a little bitch which essentially is what they wanted they wanted her to back down and be like yeah you guys are right you guys are right Monique is the devil like yeah I think that's what they wanted but I like that she was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that because you're telling me to I'm gonna do that because I see it with my own eyes but I don't see that (laughs) and they're just like arguing for like about 10 minutes and Wendy's just like what I want you to do Karen is to hold when um hold Monique accountable and you're not doing that and we stand the producers, the editors, they then flash back to when Karen was like, you fucked up. You cannot brush yeah. this under the rug. You need to hold your, you need to figure it out and solve yeah. it. Which just made, you know, Karen look a thousand times better. And then she goes, this is what I meant to say when I meant, this is what I meant when I said that I stand Karen. She goes, Wendy, as smart as you are, you sound very ignorant. As soon as ignorant came off of her, her came out of her mouth Wendy was bothered and she's like no I'm not ignorant baby girl you know when someone pulls out the honey the girl the baby mm-hmm. girls you're under their skin and they're bothered uh Candace says that she's her and then Karen goes well I'm also her and then Karen of course I mean Candace to have the last word is like no I'm her because I was the one who was attacked I just want to make it clear 
It's like, oh, okay, Candace. Now you want to make it clear that you were the one hurt. You were the one hit. Oh my god. The past ten days, you haven't <laughs> been talking about it. I mean, okay. Yeah, I think we've already been over this. Monique was wrong to hit her. Yes, Candace is a shit talker, but Monique should not have hit her. But at this point, it's kind of like, what more do you want? What more do you need? You've already pressed charges. Just let the justice system do what it does. Like, you do not need to keep rallying the troops to your side. Candace is not, I mean, not Candace, Karen is not make it or break it, like, whether you have her on your side or not, like, get over it. <laughs> I'm done. I was just so, I was triggered. I was like, oh my God, enough. Like, this was, yeah, this episode really pissed me off because Wendy and a little bit of Robin and, and Candace, they just, they're like, out, they're like off their rocker. What is that expression? Like, they just, they love to hear themselves speak. It's like, yeah. you're saying, you're speaking so much and you're not saying anything. Yeah. None of your words hold value. You're just spewing bullshit. Shut the fuck up for two seconds. Try to see the other person's point of view and where they're coming from. And maybe yeah. then you guys will solve the fucking problem at hand. And for us not to be like, you're not a Karen Stan and neither am I. Like, we... We respect her as a housewife. Like, we love what she brings to the table. But at the same time, we're not Karen stands. Like, we're not like, oh, my God, Karen's the best. But for us to, like, be like, okay, Karen made some points. Karen Karen made some moves. Like, you know that some of these people are off their rockers. I just, <laughs> and I tweeted something. I said something like, I've, this is it. I've had it. Wendy has got to go. She's got to go. She, I gave her one more chance, and the one chance that I gave her, she fucking pissed me off. It's I don't like think she, she'll be back. She did these amazing things by holding this event and talking about issues mm-hmm. at hand and what's going on in the world, but I don't think that's enough for her to, to stay because she's not... Like, we are halfway at this point because they're going on their trip, and after, you know... I'm going to give them... This is episode now. We just had episode 13. Mm-hmm. How many episodes are in a season? Probably like twenty, like not counting the three part reading. Yeah, reunion, not counting like, oh, yeah. that. <laughs> it'll, probably, it'll probably be like seventeen, eighteen. So she has, let's say, six to seven episodes. Yeah, at most to get herself together. It's not. She- I don't think she will. I don't think she has enough to balance herself out because I feel like if they had shown more of her as like a a professional, like in her profession, I think that would have like really won every would have won me over like to see her in her element like more more but i think everyone in general like you said because everyone's expecting this badass bitch this boss lady to come in with our decrees she's she's shown us the opposite she's shown us that she is obnoxious but um let's continue on because there's just a little bit left um it ends the episode ends with candace so karen gets up i don't it's just awkward karen gets up she's like gonna go regroup with other ladies (laughs) And then it ends with Candace and Wendy going upstairs. And she's like, I got you, bitch. And she's like, yeah, you're a real bitch. And Wendy's like, I always got you. And you're a real bitch. And they're just the realest bitches that anyone could ever fucking have as friends. And they were just sucking each other's dick. It was the stupidest <laughs> ever. Like, I hate them. They're so annoying. It was, I was just like, you don't have anyone because it's like, at some point, yes, you should defend your friend at all costs. But in, in another point, it's like you're harming your friend more by not telling her to like suck it up. You've already pressed your charges. You do not need to do anything else. Like 
you're harming her more by like trying to make her think that, oh no, you're completely in the right. Absolutely. I will have your back in telling Karen all this stuff. But no, now you look like the fool too. So it's uh. just, it's a whole lot of nonsense, a whole lot of mess. Okay, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, I got a phone call from That's, Amazon. It was just a mess. I'm sorry. It's been a trip. These past 20 minutes have been a trip. God, I just want to cry. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. We are on – I say this every week. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Overcast. We're on Radio. I don't know. We're Anchor on, has us on We're on, on Amazon Music, anchor.fm no dash bs google no bs youtube is lozano luis one two three instagram is king lewis with two g's king lewis on three g's with um on twitter i'm like drunk hungry i'm tired daniela <laughs> and you've been on the phone with amazon and everything my um, life is a mess yeah instagram underscore danny Kova. twitter daniela Kova. <laughs> see i'm shook too i need to make all my usernames the same so I'm not like, King Lewis, double G. Lewis. <laughs> They're like, why do you tell us? We're not even listening anymore. We're not going to follow you. <laughs> Anyways, happy Halloween. Stay safe. You know, if you're going to go out and party, at least go get tested. At least make sure you're safe, you know. Post your party pics, but also post your negative results or positive results. I don't care. <laughs> and make sure to tag me on your video so I can call you guys out on the next episode. But I'm um, happy Halloween, guys. Hopefully you guys. Don't forget to vote enjoy my costume make sure to look out for it um like she said go ahead and vote if you're not voting you're a piece of shit and stay safe wear a condom eat candy have a good time (laughs) and we'll see you guys or we'll talk to you guys in the next episode Bye. bye